0: Okay, what's up guys? Welcome to Sex with Kat and Mark. And this week we have Ali on. So this is gonna be amazing. We're gonna have a chat and talk a little bit about not only OnlyFans, not only escorting, but what it's like to do that as a trans girl. So we'll get started. Do you wanna do you wanna kick us off, Kat?
1: Yeah, so uh, we well, are yeah, so we're yeah, we're here today with Ali. Um Ali's one of my good friends, so she's from Sydney. Um, yeah, does escort and OnlyFans and um, Yeah, maybe first, um, do you want to just tell us maybe a little bit about yourself, your
2: background,
1: how you kind of entered the industry?
2: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, um, I started the industry a couple of years ago. Um, It was more like a confidence thing. Um, Someone said to me, why won't you join OnlyFans? Um, And I said, why would anyone pay to see me? (laughs) And then the same person was like, well, I'd pay to have sex with you. And I was like, would you do that? And it's like, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll sign up to a certain website. And then next week, you know, two and a half years later, we're still here. So, was so this
0: one of your partners that said this to you that was like, hey, you should No, sign look,
2: it. it was just a random guy off a hookup app. So I was like, I'm oh, into damn. it. I love money.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's sick. So- <laughs> All right. I love money. That's cool. And so, that's what got you started.
2: Yeah. That's so, how I started.
0: I- I'm. So I'm curious then, like, tell me a little bit about your personal life then. Like, at what point in your life did you decide to transition or did you decide that, hey, I, I want to live life as a woman. That's how I feel that, that I should be.
2: I mean, I guess I always felt like I was a bit different than everyone else. Um, a bit more feminine per se. Um, once lockdown started, I obviously was stuck at home like everyone else and I didn't know what to do um and that's when I kind of just got in my own head a little bit and I was like maybe I am different maybe this is something I should explore maybe speak to someone about it um go speak to a psych just because I had these thoughts um I would tell my friends for years that hey I think I might be different um I don't feel like a boy I don't feel like a man but like I don't know if I want to be a girl and they're like you know what best thing to do go speak to a doctor see what they say And I did that and I go to a psych and then they were like, look, based on what you told me, um, it sounds like you already made up your mind. And I was like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. And so I started transitioning during lockdown and then lockdown ended and here I am. (laughs) Wow. So that was really recent, actually. Mm. Yeah, it's been about three years now, which it feels like forever ago. Um, I don't remember much of myself before I transitioned, which is pretty wild. It's kind of like, my mind has kind of blocked that part of my life and I'm looking at it from like an outsider's perspective. So that's not who I was. That's someone else.
1: Wow. I'm so So interested. Just out of curiosity, (laughs) if you don't mind me asking, like how far into the transition are you? Like, is there like, um, do you have to take hormones and things?
2: Um, I yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Um, I take hormones. I am on estrogen pills and I take testosterone blockers. So kind of like a guy going to a gym, taking testosterone to build up their muscles. I um, take estrogen to change my body from the inside out. So my body's all female now, <laughs> which is great. Um, and I'm just about to get surgeries um, just to align what I feel on the inside on the outside.
0: Okay. And it's funny when you said lockdown, I was like, that felt like a year ago. Like, <laughs> it, it, felt, <laughs> it felt so rich. Then you were like three years. I was like, Oh fuck. It has been a while. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm super curious then because your first, your first instinct was to go speak to some friends, right? You were like, look, I just feel different. Like I, I don't feel like I'm in the right body, essentially, is, is the way you're kind of describing it. What, I mean, it sounds like those friends were pretty supportive, right? They were like, look, you, you should speak to someone about that. I'm curious, like what type of support did you receive from them? And were there friends or people in your life that didn't provide such support?
2: Um. It's more like, because I was known on the scene in Sydney for doing drag shows. I was performing in in bars and nightclubs. So I was dabbling within, you know, um, drag, which was, you know, dressing up as a woman um, and doing shows and performing for people and audiences. So my friends kind of were like, oh, it's kind of like, you just want to be your alter ego, your persona 24 seven. So it wasn't anything shocking. to any of my friends so everyone was really supportive Um, I didn't really face any backlash from anyone which was great Um, yeah do you
1: still do drag now that's so interesting I didn't know that about
2: you (laughs) um not a lot I usually bring it out every Mardi Gras um because I get booked to do some shows here and there which is always fun but it's more like burlesque sort of like um any other girl getting on stage you know the big ostrich feathers the lingerie and people love it.
1: I love that. You know, yeah, I still haven't been like to Mardi Gras yet.
0: You haven't? been no, neither, yet? I know.
1: Uh, I will get there one one
0: year. Uh, we'll need to go. When is Mardi Gras? I don't even know. I <laughs> <when's
2: Mardigo? laughs> <When's Mardigo? laughs> um, It's soon, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it yeah, is so it's March it's or something? February. February, March, around that time. Um, so, yeah, it's happening very soon.
0: All right, me and Kat will need to go. We'll need to go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: we'll need to go. Uh, yeah, that's right. We'll get you guys on a float. Let's go. Yeah, yeah that's perfect.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And, Oh, sorry. No, you, you go. go no, no, you no, go no. You go. no. Okay, I'll right. go. Right, no. I'll go. No, do you want to? <laughs> no, you go, you go. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it sounds like it wasn't um, like you woke up one morning and you were like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I'm different." And you go speak to your friends, and all your friends were like, "What the hell? I did not see that coming." Because it, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but when you were younger, then you already identified that you were into men. Is that correct? Is that your sexual orientation um, when you were younger? I
2: don't know. Like it's it's weird to say. I just. Uh, Look, I'm bisexual now, so I'm into men and women. Yep. But when I was younger, mm-hmm. I just wanted to play, like, the female part, the female role. It's kind of yeah. like when kids play video games, they always pick, like, the female fighter. Um, so, I guess that's mm. what I leaned towards. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so, you, are, what I'm imagining then is you already had friends that are fairly let's say, open or understanding, empathetic, which is is a really positive thing. I think, I think it's very fortunate. What, what about your family, though? Were your family accepting and supportive?
2: Um, I told my family uh, probably about six months into my transition um, just because I kept getting sick uh, from the hormones. My body just kept, because my body is changing and was changing at the time as well. I just kept getting like these cramps and um, I was crying all the time. And so one day I was getting ready to do a show and I was FaceTiming my mom and she was like, I just cried the whole time. And then my dad took it pretty well. Um, He was like, look, it's better that you follow your path and you choose happiness um, rather than, you know, you killing yourself with this secret. Mm. And my mum, you know, she's still coming to terms with it, but she has come around and she's made um, progress, which is great. Mm-hmm. So my family, uh, my siblings know about it. They're all pretty supportive. Um, I don't really have much family in Australia just because we moved here when I was younger. Yeah. But anyone that's close to me here is pretty much supportive of what I do and me living my authentic self. That's amazing. Yeah, that's
1: really good. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. Uh, so, with being a trans woman, have you faced maybe not so much from like your friends and family, but especially in an industry like what we work in, which, as I always say on the show, is really catty. Have you faced <laughs> any? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What, have you faced any what stigma or I don't know, bitchiness, backlash? Maybe not even just about being an escort, but maybe about being a trans escort. Because I imagine some girls in our industry would maybe get jealous. Um, like of you that you, you're obviously very successful. You're quite known in the industry. Um, And I can, I can already imagine that that wouldn't sit well with like a few people. So like, have you faced any, yeah, any backlash?
2: I just feel like people don't like other people succeeding. um, If that makes any sort of sense. Um, I wouldn't say I face backlash, but I face people not liking the fact that I was succeeding in the industry whether it would have been in regards to who I saw um, in regards to my clients or um, how much money I was making, they felt like that I being trans should be lesser than them.
0: That's so interesting. So, let's go back. Sorry, I'm I'm so intrigued. Let's go back to your journey, right? (laughs) Sorry, Ali, I'm loving this. So, you you meet a guy off like Tinder or something, right? An app. And he's like, yo, I, I would pay you right like and then so it's I, I imagine getting told that it's a bit of a confidence boost it's like alright for so real yeah <laughs> yeah let's go and so <laughs> then then you jumped on uh, was it escorting first or only fans first
2: uh, or was it
0: both at the same time I
2: feel like it was around the same time like yeah. I feel like only fans have started first um, and then escorting came right after probably like a week after
0: okay and what type of clients did you find yourself getting? Like, who, who, what does your typical clientele look like?
2: I have a variety of clients, um, younger, older. It, I can't really say yeah. I've got a specific type.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Do you see yeah. women as well or is it just guys? I mostly see guys. I do get a lot of inquiries for couples, but it's usually the men having this fantasy Um, and Mm. their wives kind of wanting to do it just to please their partner. But I kind of like shut them down because I want everyone to be on the same page and I don't feel comfortable if all parties are not on the
0: same page. What what do you mean by that story? Could you explain that to me?
2: So usually guys have like these fantasies that they want to reenact pornos um, that they see online and they bring it up to their partner and sometimes their partner just agrees to it because... They don't want to say no uh, to their husband or their boyfriend. And I don't feel comfortable going into a booking with a couple yeah. if the partner is not like 100% sold on it. Because then they're not going to have a good time and it's going to make me feel like I'm doing something bad.
0: Okay. So, you almost feel like the the wife or the, the female partner is kind of being pressured into this in a way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what would, what would change that? Like if, let's say the wife came to you. And was like, look, we would love to do this. Um, we, we both really, you know, have this fantasy. Would that then change your mind? Would that be a booking that you would take?
2: Um, yes. It's it's more like I'd like to speak to everyone at the same time, not yeah, just okay. one person throughout okay. the whole booking process, just because yeah. you never know if the other person sold on it 100%. Okay,
0: fair. And so that's where you, is that typically what you find? Like, I'm trying to picture this. There are a lot of people that say, look, this is my fantasy. And just in the real world, it's so hard to, to be able to enact this or to be able to fulfill this fantasy. And so they go to someone like you for this?
2: Yeah, well, the thing is like a lot of people have fantasies about trans um, men mm-hmm. and women. But it's not like you can go on a street and be like, oh, that person's trans. Like
1: It's
2: just like, you know, we are a fantasy, we are a niche and people do when I like
0: experience that bit of magic that comes mm-hmm. with someone being different. That's cool. And I guess there's probably from the client point of view, there might be a lot of shame and stigma on them as well, right? So if if they're seen trying to look for this experience, trying to find a trans woman, they they could also face, I guess, stigma or, you know, worried about their own internal like sexual shame that might come with that as well. So I think this is probably a safe environment, safe in the terms of emotionally for the client as well, where they can, you know, experience this fantasy in a, in a space where they're not gonna feel any judgment.
2: Definitely. Um- Like, look, I've been on dinner dates with people out in public spaces um, and no one really cares. Anyway, like, if I were to go out on the street, no one can really tell that I'm trans or that I'm different. Um, So I guess that's that's always a bonus in a way, but it's not Mm. always for everyone where you can just pass as a cis person. Um, Mm. But I guess it's up to whoever books a trans worker to... Just be like, fuck it. Like, I'm just here to enjoy myself. I, why would I care what anyone else thinks? Yeah, fuck you know, yeah. I love, I love that. that. And yeah. I think
1: I said this, I said this last week as well. We did an episode on anal. And I was even saying, I was like, <laughs> more and more guys are getting into like, Wanting to be pegged, it's like a growing, yeah, a growing, <laughs> like a um, thing now. Yeah, you know, she she agrees. It is. It's like it's it's becoming like a more popular request for me. It's all well. like, oh, do you do pegging?
0: <laughs> like I'm a special person <laughs> I, like, yeah. I don't, well, I don't have know.
1: that crucial body part, and strapping it on is really difficult. But yeah. when you've got one attached to your body, it's a bit easier.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what? And is that what guys are after? Like the the clients who you meet that want to be with a trans woman is it just that that idea of the fantasy that it's something different it's very kinky or is it guys that are liking things like anal play that want to be pegged that like uh, does that come into it the physical aspect or do you find it's mostly emotional mostly like it's kinky and i want to experience something
2: different i feel like it's 50 50 like i've had bookings Mm -hmm. were solely based on my body Um, And what I had to Mm. offer. And then people just wanted to meet me because they saw me online and they were like, look, I've never been with a trans woman, but I saw what you post. I saw what you look like. And I like you as a person Mm. rather than your body or what genitals you might have between your legs. And I thought I like those bookings a lot more because they're connecting with me as a person rather than me Mm. as a trans woman. Like my genitals shouldn't define someone's attraction to me. Mm. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. And I think you get that a little bit, Kat, as well. Like people booking you based off, oh, okay, you're this very very intelligent uh, woman. You kind of like used to be a businesswoman. And so they connect you on that level as well. So yeah. I think, yeah, you you have like- The
1: podcast now as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I heard like, your podcast yeah, and you sound awesome. Like
0: yeah. I want to see you. Yeah, 100%. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's completely normal for everyone to get bookings based off. I love the way you look or I love this kink that I can experience with you, or just I love the personality Mm. type that you are. So that's, that's, Yeah, and it's Ali Ali's
1: a character. If you don't follow her on her Twitter, are you should. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! <laughs>
0: that's what the fuck is telling me? I to, I know you
1: need to get, know, to get yeah. Twitter. Um, oh my God! She, um, she sent me These like dog drinking mineral water on Twitter. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like dying for like an hour. I was like, Ali oh, what
0: the fuck? Just, like fancy. It was oh, a my.
1: dog drinking
0: mineral water. That's hilarious. <laughs> <It was> so <laughs>
1: funny. I feel
0: like if you got a dog, that's what your dog would drink. To be fair, <laughs>
1: no, I'd be drinking Evian for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, good.
1: um and you you also actually you also work i think when i um seen you you told me you work at a pub as well
2: i do i yeah, do i, I do. manage a bar in the moment
1: yeah, and, and do you, <laughs> I, I don't know how you manage to do that and do everything else
0: Says cat that also does everything <laughs> But is your goal to be full time in the sex industry or do you just like the idea and like the experience of um, working in the bar at the same time
2: Ideally it's to be full time in the sex industry um, I guess having a sieve job like working at a bar kind of still gives me a bit of Uh, stability and security um, because sex work comes and goes you know it's seasonal sometimes during Christmas might be quiet or might be really busy Um, I'm pretty happy with how my life's going but I know that I'm gonna go sex work or do sex work full-time by the end of the year I love that and you you would do a lot of collabs
1: as well on OnlyFans do you 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 (laughs) collaborate don't you
2: I do, I do. I, uh, I started focusing more on OnlyFans bands uh, probably in the past six months um, and a have got a ton of collabs lined up for 2023 as well. Yeah, that's great.
1: And you're moving to um, Melbourne, you were telling me. Tell us about that. I don't know, I'm going to be so sad.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got, like sirens going on because I live in the city, so it's going to be crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They'll probably come past you. <laughs> right. They're like, hey.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I am. Like, I love Melbourne. I'm there every couple of months for work. I always tour in Melbourne and I'm always booked out when I go. So I thought, why not just be in a city that makes me happier and the work is always good there and there's a lot of content creators. So it will be a steady um, thing to do be in I guess
1: yeah yeah you know what's crazy is I don't know if I said this to you so all of the like escorts they all live in Melbourne and then like all the content creators (laughs) live in the Gold Coast I don't know why it's like that oh
0: interesting yeah, like, yeah,
1: So, like, yeah, it's pretty it's like the Mecca of, like escort. Well, like, like, so I don't know. Yeah, Sydney's just there's in the no middle. Way. Like it's just all like, <laughs> yeah. we just like have lawyers and like doctors and shit. Right, we need to change That's
0: that. Right, we need to get some more I'm content trying. creators out there. We'll get some more scopes out there. We'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be your next thing. You can start an agency cat. We'll just be Sydney based, known from <laughs> Melbourne or Queensland. That's it. We'll start our own shit. So Ali, what are you um do you, do you ever have trans women or, or people come to you that have gone through the same experience that you have that like, hey, I just don't feel like I'm in the right body or I just feel different or like I'm confused and I'm not sure. Do you ever have people that see your online presence as a sex worker, which I think in all your credit is one of the bravest things to do as a person, I think, to put yourself out there as a sex worker because it carries such as we spoke about, stigma catches a lot of what Kat said, backlash. And to do that as a trans woman that also carries a lot of stigma, I think is incredibly fucking brave. So I'm I'm wondering, are there people that come to you that are confused thinking, looking up to you in a way as a figure of someone like, holy fuck, not only did you did it, but you're making yourself public. And as a sex worker, this is fucking amazing. And go to you for advice or just, you know, shout you out, like, well done
2: um i've had trans women that i look up to um in sydney or online come up to me and say that they look up to me because i'm just so open about myself and i don't hide who i am to anyone and i'm just living my truth so like with sex work they've they're like wow you're breaking barriers and doing things that most trans women be shunned upon or like you know be kept a secret but i'm just so public that um being trans is not even like the main focus of me i'm just ally so right. and people like like that and want to be like that to the point where your gender isn't gonna like be who you are it's just part of you so I have people, um, you know, wanting to be like me or doing the things I do so that they could succeed and be happier within themselves.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I think there's just a general message of being open, being who you feel like you need to be and doing that with like a level of. I don't know the right word, bravery. Finesse. Right? Yeah, that it's, 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 it is, I think, for, for everyone. I mean, I mentioned trans, uh, you know, people people that are confused or thinking about transitioning and all that, but I think it's for everyone, right? I think it's for everyone that has um, a level of even insecurity. Like, I, I look at even people like Kat that, that is out there as a very confident sex worker. And I think that does so much for everyone else's own sexual shame, right? I think it's really hard to look at yourself and feel a level of sexual shame when you see these women and men out there, you know, on a public platform saying, you know what? I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks this is my sexuality. I'm proud of it. And I'm open with it. So I think, uh, I think it's a really good thing.
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm proud of who I am and I'm very outspoken. Um, I don't, like to sugarcoat things there's no point in lying or you know creating um a fake scenario like i post my experiences as they are unfiltered and people like seeing someone just be themselves and not like you know be on this pedestal that like i'm looking down on everyone because i'm being so successful at what i do it's just just mm-hmm. gotta keep it real and people will like you and respect you for being yourself
1: yeah so you know I actually started following you on Twitter before I knew that you were like a trans escort I think you would have popped up in my feed and I was like oh this girl's funny mm. so I started following you and then I was, would have been following you for a few weeks before I realized that you were trans and it blew my mind I was like oh shit I was like she looks more feminine than I do I was like what the fuck and it literally just like blew my mind That's but awesome. I do love how chill you are though because actually when I did meet you this is funny I was telling you this story before and so well, I told you as well when I first met you so I was actually a little bit um, nervous because I don't know how like well I'm sure I have met trans people before, but not not, I don't know, maybe not up close that I that I knew of, right? And <laughs> I, I had to ask and I felt so. I was like, I was like, like, I was like, what do you have down there? <laughs> <laughs> she was just so nice. And she, I was so curious. And like, I was like, I have to, uh, like, I just had to ask. know. Yeah. I was just so curious. But she went and I was like, oh, she's probably gonna hate me now that I asked this question, but <laughs> you were so chill, and you were you just answered it like just like so smoothly, you know, like you made me feel comfortable as well. Because well, yeah, I even said to you, I was like, Oh, like I don't know if like this is something wrong to us, but I've never met anyone, and I'm just like so curious. And you were just like, like just talking to me, but everything made me like just feel so chill. And I was like, oh my god, this girl's like so fun and like so cool. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. Um, I'm actually curious about. So you mentioned you have surgery coming up, right? Uh, I, I'm gonna admit, I'm super naive. Like I used to be a nurse. I'm a sex coach now, but this is something I know almost nothing <laughs> that about. That was
1: literally me, right? Yeah, yeah like this. Sort of,
0: <laughs> like I'm, I'm curious in terms of. Uh, sensitivity and pleasure like uh, they spoken to you about what to expect and like uh, how does it actually work after the surgery that's well, what I'm curious about
2: I'm getting my boobs done I'm not I'm not getting the ah, okay.
0: just yet okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all right. I was I was thinking it's a different surgery going on all right so you're just gonna all right you're just getting a boob job okay
1: so wow. do, you, do you plan to keep it as is down there I don't know if I'm okay can, can I ask that
2: I no, no, <laughs> I, I, I do plan like to get surgery in the future. It's just at the moment we have only fans and wanting to pursue um, the content route down the path. Um, having what I've got would still, you know, make me who I am and that will be beneficial to me financially. Um, and the mm. surgery, it's also like not cheap. It's about thirty to $40,000. Um, it's a high risk. Um, that's crazy. So it's just like it's not anything in the plans for the next maybe like five, 10 years, which
0: is also fine. Well, bad. yeah, okay. I feel like
1: that's half the appeal, I think. I think like having yeah. having like-
0: From what, like a uh, working point of view, yeah. yeah. I
1: feel. I feel like that's yeah that, that's where like the appeal and like the, the naughtiness kind of comes from, yeah. I like, yeah, think, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. At the beginning when you were like, I'm getting a surgery so the outside <laughs> matches the inside- yeah, I, I thought there was a different kind of surgery going on, to be honest, yeah. you're in the boob job, all right.
1: Actually, this is a question yeah. that I have. So with-, with
0: <laughs> I'm bit, sorry, like, Boob Alex. jobs are fun
1: too. Okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> excited
0: for your boob job. <laughs> um,
1: with the hormones and things that you're taking, does that, now I'm, now I'm curious, does that change what you can feel like down there from like the the, the man anatomy? Because if you're taking like estrogen and stuff, does that change your- I don't um, know how no, it does I it feel change the like, sensitivity on your penis? Like, is yeah. what she
0: wants to know. <laughs> we can say, let's say you TikTok. <laughs> wow, we can okay. say penis all know, we want I know, on YouTube. I'm, I'm trying to like penis. be so sensitive. We can say it, yeah. <laughs> we're not yeah, on TikTok. T- we can I say know. it all we want. <laughs> yeah. you, that's why I like YouTube. YouTube's great. We can say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs>
1: yeah um, well, does, that is my question does it affect
0: the sensitivity on your penis yeah. uh that's all right every time we do tiktoks cat yells at me because i'll say sex and she's like mark we have to redo the I tiktok because penis. she said sex you love saying penis i do say but Ed, i'm like fuck And she's like you can't say fuck either and i'm like all right um but yeah does, does do you find the hormones um change the way you have sex does it change the sensitivity of sex does it change the emotion you feel during sex have you noticed a difference because yeah, estrogen
1: that? that would be unnatural to like to men like,
0: parts, right?
2: <laughs> it's kinda like going through menopause at a young age. That's what estrogen feels like. Um
1: oh, wow. So hot
2: flashes, the cramps, the mood swings, all that stuff. Oh my god. It's great. You, so you're getting all the shit parts of being a girl. <laughs> yeah, well basically. <laughs> That's but like it's fine. The worst part, I promise it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's okay. Like I, I feel like my body I can't control like erections per se anymore as well. Um, just because I don't have any testosterone in my system. Um, I can't ejaculate the way men would do, um, which is fine. I don't really care. <laughs> but I have, like, full-body mm. orgasms the way a girl would do, would have now as well, which is pretty intense. Um, um, wow. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, I was telling my friends the other night, it's like when I have sex with someone, um, I don't have to touch myself or anything. Like, I don't feel anything anymore but it's like i can have full body orgasms um which is crazy
1: yeah that is crazy that's because some <laughs> girls can't even have like full body orgasms mm. <laughs>
0: so you, uh, correct me if i'm wrong but it sounds like the way you access pleasure has changed from let's say physical touch to for, from a dick right let's say to more yeah. of a full body sense. Maybe you could even describe it as like emotional. I don't know if that's the correct description, but more of a full body sense of, of pleasure as opposed to just what well, men, to be honest, most men growing up or you know early in their, their sexual journeys just focus on like this, or even for girls, like, like just focus on the clit or they just focus on the dick and it's all they worry about. But you've kind of yeah. been put in a situation where you, I guess, are almost like, be encouraged or forced to adapt, which is what we try to teach a lot of people to do. But you've been put in that situation through the hormones, where it's like, okay, I can't just focus on this one body part to receive pleasure, and you, you've learned to to adapt to that.
2: Yeah, it's all it's. There's a lot going on. Yeah, um, it's a like the mental aspect to you to connect with someone as well to feel turned on as well um and that's why we've work sometimes it does impact how i conduct my business but once you connect with someone then it's like smooth sailing from there on
0: end what, what do you mean it changes the way you conduct your business with someone what so it's mean? just
2: like i you know as a man you just be like all right let's fuck like you know what i mean you don't have to connect with someone to have sex yeah. with them but now I have yeah. to have a connection with someone. Otherwise,
0: okay, I, understand I don't what you're saying.
2: feel anything. Like, I don't, I'm just there yeah. it's, and no one likes that.
0: Okay. Now I understand what you mean. That's cool.
2: <laughs> um,
0: Sorry, I so, looked over to Kat for the next question. She's like fixing her hair. Side, but, no, no, no. I have the next
1: <laughs> one, but I don't know how to word it. Like, So I've asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again, like on the air. So do you prefer being like – I don't know top or bottom does that still does that still make sense top or bottom or I guess yeah
2: yeah um I prefer to bottom just because I feel more pleasure more feminine I guess as well, yeah, it's it's an anal is great. Yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah. That was our last <laughs> podcast actually. We just said the last podcast, yeah.
0: <laughs> we uh we encouraged everyone to put something up their ass on the last podcast. Yes. So if you still have the butt plug in for this podcast, welcome back, guys. Uh, it's good to have <laughs> you. here But uh, yeah, no. And what about your clients? Do you find a lot of clients prefer to be bottoming or topping? How, how do how do your clientele usually? I feel
2: like most clients like to top. Everyone likes to be dominant. Um, they. I feel true. like the man in the room. It's true. Um, it's great. No, like, I don't know. Out for you. There you go.
0: <laughs> Match made in heaven. It's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, and I guess as well uh, as you were saying, like with, with the hormones now, it makes your like erections a little bit more unpredictable or less consistent as well. So it's probably uh, better suited for you as well from a, from a working point of view to be able to to be able to bottom. So that works out.
1: Do you still get like – so on that point about like maybe not being able to like control things, do, do you get like random bonus? So we, we spoke about this on another podcast as well. <laughs> you were saying that they don't really happen much. Well, not maybe not, 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 yeah, but not to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're so all yeah. 14. So
1: now I'm curious. Hey, do you just get like random bonus? because like that would suck. Like, oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Look, am <laughs> not going to lie, it, it has happened. Um, look, someone can turn you on when you're out of the house and, and you're wearing a tight mini skirt in the middle of the city and you're like, I will kill myself right now. Like, because <laughs> that's what no. I was saying. I was it's like, important. I
1: reckon if I just got a random boner in public and I was like, I'd have to just like go home.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, listen, this is as men, all right? When you're in your teenage years, it is, when I say random, it is random. Like you'll be sitting down like and doing math, <laughs> like A plus B equals C squared, boom, boner. <laughs> like when did algebra give me a hard on? I don't know. <laughs> now now I think what you're talking about Ali, right? Is like, there's going to be some times where you're out and you meet someone maybe at a bar or like whatever it is. And you guys are connecting, like the emotional connection that you are talking about. You're getting yeah. turned on, you're getting horny. That's going to like maybe turn you on physically too. And you might have an erection, right? So it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, and I feel like that's the worst because um, I, I tuck. If you guys don't know what that is, tucking is when you take your genitals and scoop them up so that like everything's flat um, under your clothes and no one can really tell or see that you've got anything between your legs. Kind of like having a camel toe but, like, flatter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when, when, that's, when I'm tucked, you know, having this direction, whilst everything's like compressed it's just like really painful as well so like imagine it's yeah. not a knife Duh. it's like you're turned on you're in pain and all you want to do is like just go you know, hide in a bathroom somewhere and like hopefully goes away
0: oh yeah goodness. oh my god
1: yes yeah, so is that what you have to do do you just like go to the bathroom and just like hide
2: hide it out no i feel like i try to think of like bad things so like because
0: Think I on die now. They got sexy thoughts. Is <laughs> what guys do when they yeah, get ready yeah, yeah. bonus? You gotta picture like something horror, horrendous. Like Chucky and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I think each guy <laughs> it's so do you know funny. how you have like a wank bank, right? Each, a what? Each, Wait, a sorry? wank bank. What's a wank bank? So there's do you know when you go to masturbate, right? Yeah. And you've got like a bank of thoughts or images that might be your go to, That get you super turned on. There, when you're young, right, there is like an anti wank bank where it's like oh. the things you want to think about like when algebra Turn yeah. you on that you just do not. Well, that's just weird. You don't want to think of like family, oh, yeah. <laughs> makes it even more <laughs> weird. But you want to,
1: <laughs> God, it's really more, hard having a penis? Oh, it's, Fucking hell. it's tough being a man. It's <laughs> no, tough. Jesus Christ. Ali, you've made
0: the right move. So, all right, well, let's so talk I'm, about I'm, if you don't mind, no. Let, let's talk about your. Uh, your personal dating life then? Oh yeah. Cause that's what I'm curious about. Like, are you still at this point, like using Tinder, Bumble, are you very upfront about what it is? Like, I'm curious, like what happens when you meet someone at a bar and you know, maybe a guy comes up to you and he's like, hey, how you doing? What's up? (laughs) Like how far into that conversation are you like, by the way, there's something I need to tell you. Like, I'm curious about your dating life.
2: Um, So I am banned on Tinder. <laughs> so it <that> sucks. Me oh, <laughs> oh, um, too. Rest
0: bad? in peace. What do you do?
2: <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, I, I,
0: I spoke about sex, but anyway, how not, did you get banned?
1: You can't speak about sex on Tinder. Is that not what uh, it's for? No.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I, <laughs> I, I had bio. like a three-year streak of never getting banned, and then it was like you used inappropriate language, blah blah blah. You went out I'll and send, you, I'll send my app
2: your way. I have an account. I don't
0: yeah, use it. But <laughs> I'm not too blind. busy these days. But how did you get banned, Ali? What happened?
2: Um, I feel like just by being trans, uh, I paid for, like, the premium because I was like, you know what, fuck it. I want to feel good about myself and I yeah. want to be picky. Um, and I had about, I think, 8,000 people swipe on me in the space of two days. And um, so I was taking my time going Damn. through the people. Yeah, but shit. My profile says I'm trans, but all the guys that were swiping on me and I'd swipe on them, didn't read my profile, and they kept reporting me because... Apparently, like, I was tricking them even though it said on my bio that I'm trans. So, a lot of people were having, like, this internalized um, hatred towards me because they were attracted to me. But because I'm trans, they were angry at me. So, it is what it is. (laughs) I
0: get that. Yeah, I think it's a a projection. Like, there's two things about guys. One, we get random bonus to algebra. And two, they have big egos and get butthurt really easy. So, I I think (laughs) you're right. I think what happens is, like, there's a lot of guys on Tinder, and I've seen this, right? Where they are swiping and swiping. You got 8,000, right? They're lucky to get a one-in-a-date, right? So, they're swiping, swiping, swiping. <laughs> they finally get a match. And then they might see trans, and they're already angry. I don't think it's even at you, right? They're already angry at the world that they've got to know matches, and they're not found attractive by you know most women. And then like they might get a match and then be like, oh, well, fuck you, right? And they're, and they're fucking reporting you, which is unfair for you. It's bullshit. But I think it's uh, it's a consequence of men's ego and butthurtness. And I'd say less so about you, to be honest.
2: Yeah, well, look, I feel like that's on them, not on me. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say,
0: yeah, it's on them.
2: No. I guess it kind of like builds up my ego a bit more. It's like, hey, you think I'm hot, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Not my problem. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. You did swipe, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> All
0: right. And what about in a bar? What happens there?
2: Um, like I do get people try to pick me up in bars and so on. Um, I do tell them. That I'm trans, I wouldn't say it right away just because you never know what someone could do or how they could react. So, you know, I'll carry the conversation going. And then if it leads to the point where like, hey, can I get your number? I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm trans. Like, you know, I don't wanna like Mm. take this further without you knowing who I am, um, in case, you know, they might be interested in me. And there's been situations where people were interested in me and I didn't tell them until after we met and then they were upset. So it's just like, you can't really do right or wrong by anyone. Um, and yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's hard to find hard. that balance because I, I I'm sure there's some people that are like, you should say it right away. But I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Like I, you know, th- there's so many things about me that might disqualify myself as a partner for women uh, that I know, but I'm not going to go up to them and be like, you know, for example, I, I spend most of my time in Europe, right. I, I, you know, I'm going to be leaving in a few months and going to Europe. If I meet a girl out at a club, the first thing I say is in, Hey, by the way, just letting you know, I'm going to be leaving the country in four months or something (laughs) like it's none of us do this. So I, I don't think, I think it's completely fine to have a conversation first and actually get to know this person and maybe see if there is some level of chemistry there and then be like, Hey, by the way, um, and It's hard to find that balance. I agree with you. It's, I, I think it'd also be tough if you didn't tell them and then waited because now they just feel like manipulated or lied to as well. So it's, it'd be tough to find that balance. I think it's a, it's a hard thing to manage. Mm,
1: yeah. I, it's kind of the same even for telling, like, for when you're going to tell someone that you're an escort. An escort 100%. There's no general consensus. And I've spoken to like a few girls and they're like, oh, yeah, rip the band aid off, tell the guy straight away. And then others are like, no, 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 wait until you're like <laughs> three or, or four always- dates and, <laughs> <laughs> and, in. Like, but there's no, they, like, there's really just no, yeah, there's, I don't. I don't think there's exactly what you said. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just always yeah, it's always I, hard.
0: When, when do you tell? Do you talk about your sex work with guys as well? Like uh, that's an interesting question because
1: oh, because like, you have to tell them two things. Yeah,
0: you got a couple of things to work to them. <laughs> oh fuck! i just a
2: secret. <laughs> um, I do. I tell them like I feel like guys love hearing that girls do sex work for some reason. It turns them on to know that a girl does only fans or that she's an escort, somehow they're like, oh, wow, she must be kinkier than what she seems, even though that's not mm. like the case. They just feel like this person's very sexually active. So in their mind, um, this person might be a partner for them because they enjoy sex or to do sex for work.
0: And do you feel that in your personal dating life, that because I, I know I, I have friends that are escorts. I haven't spoke to, I think, Kat about this specifically, but I, I have friends that are escorts that feel that a lot of times when they meet guys and they tell them, I'm an escort, I'm only OnlyFans girl, there does become like a fetish around that or kink would be the right word. But there, there's guys that just want to sleep with them or the girls feel like this. Feel like there's guys that just <laughs> want to sleep with them because they're an escort or because they're OnlyFans girls and might lose interest afterwards because it's like, okay, I-, I you know, that uh, yeah, tick that box. Yeah, tick that box. Essentially, do you feel <laughs> a similar way with being trans? Like, do you feel like there are there are guys or women that think, okay, I've ticked that box now?
2: uh Most definitely. Like, um a lot of guys would hit me up or chase me for weeks, for months on end, until the point where I'm like, hey, all right, we can sleep together. And then once they sleep with me, they're like, all right, done. Fact, the trans mm. girl. That's mm. you know, that's fine by me. Like, I don't really care. Like, I'm you know, doing something good for someone, I guess. I'm their first. <laughs> um, yeah. And with sex work as well, like with my ex, I gave up doing sex work um, doing the relationship because I felt like I wanted the fairy tale relationship. So I mm. gave up, you know, my online content. I gave up escorting. Um, but like, I don't know, a thing like dating a sex worker um, people just need to be ready that this is a job and it's not just a, a hobby. Yeah,
0: 1,000%. Yeah, yeah, it makes it tough. It really does. Because as you said, like, you'll put it in a scenario, I feel, where it's either A, you have to find someone that is open-minded enough and has enough, I, I want to say like self-worth, that they are not going to be so intimidated by a partner doing this type of work, uh, or B, yeah, you have to then make that sacrifice or give it up. So it does narrow the long term dating field. And as you said, like you can have fun. Like I, I don't think there's a problem, by the way, if there's people out there that are like, hey, there's this kink I want to try, and you're the <laughs> perfect person to try with, and let's have some fun one time, right? Like I've got there was a girl that hit me up uh, yesterday, cat on fucking WhatsApp and was like, hi. What? I'm like, who, who is this? She's like, I heard you're dominant. And I was like, what? yes. I
1: promise I did not pass but on your <laughs> number. And
0: then I was like, who? Because I don't use WhatsApp that often. I'm like, who gave you my number? She's like, oh, I won't, maybe I'll fuck it. I'll say the name or air i give a fuck. She's like, Savannah. And I was like, uh, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Savannah? And it was some like Tinder girl. I don't think I even met up with her. It was like, oh my God, like so during funny. lockdown or some shit. That's so and funny. Yeah. So I don't think like, and that I'm not offended by, right? I'm not sitting here being like, oh, what, wait, I'm what God, what am I? like what like going if, around. Yeah, if there's like a cute girl and <laughs> we just want to have like a once off fun thing, it's totally fine. But it's, uh, I think it's a different thing though, Ali, right? If like there's a guy that is promising a more long term relationship or giving off those vibes and behaviors, you know, you said chasing you for months, maybe they're like, oh, you know, I really want to be, and then fucking I like her out. Right, bye. <laughs> right? I think that's the difference, right? I think it's okay if you just want to have fun one time
2: yeah look i feel like everyone's kind of been through that before as well like when someone tries to get close with you just because they want something out of you i wouldn't say it's just like a a thing for trans people um at the end of the day people want something out of other people so getting close to someone to sleep with them i know a lot of guys have done that to some of my friends that are just like girls or girls have done it to my guy friends it's just like people just want something out of someone else and my thing is I'd rather someone be direct rather than just, you know, walk around the bush or so so to say, um, don't lead me on with the hopes that something might happen between us. If you just want to have sex, let me know, hey, let's fuck. Like and then I'll be like, all right, maybe but
0: (laughs) yeah, Yeah, you can decide. (laughs)
2: Then we have time.
0: Yeah. I agree with that.
2: Um
1: I'm curious. Um, this is just something because I know that some of the advertising websites, like the escorts, I know some of them are a little bit funny with who they accept on their platforms. Like, have you do, like, do you, do you advertise on like the ads? Have you faced any like complications with like your ads anywhere? Or no,
2: have I haven't. I haven't faced any um, complications on there. Like my ad has gone on the, I guess cis girls part of the site, um, and people not realizing that I'm trans when they try to book me. It does happen a lot where people look at my photos and they're like, oh my God, I wanna meet you. And then it's like, hey, I'm trans. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that, or I didn't read that. And it's kind of like, um, it can be very dangerous. It can be, you know, not safe. Like, I've been in situations mm. where I've been booked for like, Multiple hours, I show up, you know, we get naked and they're like, oh, fuck, I didn't realize that you were trans. And it's like, shit, we should have read. Yeah. And like, I assume that everybody obviously reads. Yeah, you my would assume profile. that people read, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, but so you'd be surprised how many people don't read shit. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, like they. That's yeah, insane. I've even had be, you get you even get like people message you and they like you go back and forth and they're like, "Can I see your photo?" It's like, where the fuck did you even get my number from, then? <laughs> like, and they message you I look know, a snake in a girl as well. I'm like, booking. yeah, like Yo. you seriously get people trying to book you and then they're this like, "Wait a minute, like, what do you mind? look like?" And I'm like, "Which one are you yeah, again?" Guys, guys <laughs> because, doing
0: that. just from the point of view of like. Just from a money investment, like guys are paying, it's it's not cheap, let's be fair, right? Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah, it's an investment. Like what I can't imagine a guy like for me anyway, like even if I'm going out to buy a toaster, I'm reading, like, okay, what is yeah, this? Yeah, you do, read what the comments, yeah, you want to look right? at the back. Right? Like, how can you book someone without actually reading your profile? Do, that's impressive. Or
1: looking at their photos.
0: <laughs> or looking at their photos. Yeah, just got a number in front of me. I'll just, <laughs> yeah, like
1: they just like, just like go on it and just do like, maybe they lucky just do. like
0: the surprise though. <laughs> maybe they're just like, like a kinder surprise, like I'll book someone <laughs> and I just won't know. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Mate, I hope so? They Otherwise, do too. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's so yeah,
1: what are you, what are you doing? that situation, Ali? Like
0: you? Just the what else with, you like, do? Everything out. Yeah. Fuck. Like, there, okay. Um,
1: question, I, question.
0: Question. Question. Are there, sorry, Ali. Are there any guys that are like, <laughs> hang on, wait a second, I didn't know you were trans, and you're like, yeah, I am. And they're like, all right, let's go. Are there any guys that just went along with it and had their first experience without planning?
2: Yes. Ooh, and how did that. Do did they, did,
0: did they have a good time? Like, how, how did they? How did they find the experience?
2: Well, I'm successful. Let's just say that.
1: <laughs> 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 like I didn't kiss tell certain really
0: do I that. A that is awesome. That is awesome. And I'm, I'm sure there's times where you probably felt uh, probably a little bit scared, right? Like
2: yeah do any of these guys um, get see, angry yes i've had people uh, try to get violent with me even though like i am not Fuck. doing anything wrong what? they're the ones that booked me and didn't read my profile um and it, it does get a little bit scary it's like i shouldn't have to fear for my own safety because someone didn't bother to read you know on my profile um and it's happened to a lot of other trans workers out there. And it's happened to to anyone that does sex work. Like, there's always one bad apple.
0: Hmm. Is there anything you're doing to prevent that? Like, is there anything you can do to prevent that?
2: <laughs> um, I've gotten pretty good at um, reading. When someone messages me, I can pick up on it now as well. Hmm. Um, that's why I send them to my social media pages or oh, I let them yeah. know like, Hey, double check my site just once again, just have a read through it again, make sure that we're on the same page. Um, but I do try to push people to go look at my social media so they can get more of a vibe about me or like hey have a quick look at my reviews if we book me just to make sure that i'm the right person for you okay and then they're like oh you know what i mean like it's kind of like i'm making Mm. them do that work Mm, yeah
1: that's good you would get a lot of clients from social media as well wouldn't you lots of twitter people
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's funny it happened last night i was um i was just online ranting about something and someone was like hey i think you're really funny um because I'm going to Melbourne this weekend. They're like, once you're in Melbourne, I'd love to book you. And they booked me for like a dinner date experience based on the fact that I'm just- um, Yeah, awesome on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how many I clients you
1: get from Twitter. Yeah. It's bloody crazy. Yeah, I can imagine you would get heaps because, yeah, you, I love your, I love your twi- tweets. <laughs> but I guess like
0: this is the whole reason OnlyFans is successful, right? It's that- guys want to feel that there's more there than just physical pleasure. Even though like, look, guys get, <laughs> they get stereotyped in that way that, oh, I just want to fuck. I just want to get my dick right. But I think for most men, when you actually speak to them, all their best sexual experience are going to be, Ali, when you described, when they're feeling something, when there's something there. And the whole reason I think the only platform works is that guys feel connected to that person because everyone can just look up porn on the net, right? Everyone can do that. And I think- like when people are booking you, obviously, through Twitter, things like this, like it doesn't actually surprise me that much that people would rather book with someone they already feel like an internet connection with, where they already feel like, oh, this person is amazing.
1: Yeah, like they feel like
2: they would know you a bit. Okay? Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like I like those people a lot more than... Um the typical inquiry just because they kind of like already know me or about me or what I'm like, rather than just looking at the photos be like, Oh, it's a hot girl in lingerie. I want to sleep with her. But then they see that side of me. That's like talking about video games or like getting drunk in a club at like four in the morning. And they like the fact <laughs> that I'm, being and I'm not hiding behind a, a persona. And it's like, it's embarrassing for me um, that they know so much about me in like a private um, sort of thing, but it just makes me more comfortable around them than someone just messaging me right off the bat if I'm available. So, just
1: on this Twitter point, I asked you this um, before, but I want to ask it again on air. Do you get because you are quite big in like the, the Twitter sphere and stuff? <laughs> Do you get recognised like out in in Sydney or wherever any any city? I guess.
2: Um, it's happened a few times. Uh, I was in adelaide for work about a year ago and i was going to get mcdonald's at two in the morning and someone inside my list was like hey i think i know you from somewhere i'm i was like i don't think so i'm probably got one of those faces and they're like no you're ali i follow you and only fans and i was like oh <laughs> great now i'm gonna have an anxiety attack that someone knows me in this random city that i'm by myself and i'm probably gonna get murdered
0: um, <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> that is where your first thought McDonald's goes. This person like- yeah, my first thought like, oh yeah,
1: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, I've only I've been recognised by clients that I've had. Like, so I've run into clients of mine. Yeah. But I was actually saying this. So this is this is um when Ali and I spoke about this, and she was like, yeah, I get recognised. I'm like, I'm just waiting for someone to recognise <laughs> me on the street. I was like, that is my dream. I want to walk around the street and be like, oh my god, like hey, my have like, in your face. And then Ali was then telling me the story. She's like, no, she's like, me, yeah.
0: no. It might be fun on the street. Wait, your Mac is at two in the morning. Yeah. You are gonna get killed Yeah, she okay? was like trying to went- turn me off it, and I was like,
1: "No, nah, I'm still all about it. I still, I still want to want to be recognized."
0: That's hilarious. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. I think you'd enjoy. It. I, I
1: would. I would get off on that. Yeah. Like, I'd have to go home and like get. get <laughs> <laughs> I probably like my first fan that recognizes me. I'd be like, "All right, you, me, behind in this alley." Right now. Right, right now. Would you yeah. want
0: them to recognize you off Twitter or OnlyFans? Or YouTube. 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 Okay. YouTube, yeah. That'd be the hottest thing that, for you. you okay. I would have to fuck them in the street. Right. There you go. The first person <laughs> that
1: comes up to me, if anyone's the first person that comes up to me recognizes me.
0: There's gonna be all awesome <laughs> Sydney yeah. guys out just
1: that's gonna make searching me so horny. Yes. Scouting, yeah. scouting me out.
2: <laughs> um I feel it's a big difference between being recognized from uh, your escort work and your content work. Um mm. I don't know. It just feels different. Like with the ones that follow you for your content or your online presence, they kind of like know what you're like and they're, they're a fan of yours, but someone that recognizes you like, Hey, I've seen your ad. And you're like, Oh great. I just got added as an escort in public. Like, not that I care, but it's just like, you know, I don't go around yeah. parading. You know, I actually I do escort. think that a lot. Especially because like both out. of us, we're, we're both
1: face out, right? And I think that all the time. I'm like, I wonder how many people I walk past would see me and go, fuck, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that hoe yeah. that I say on it. But like they obviously probably wouldn't. Like a lot of people probably wouldn't say anything to me. But I'm like, there would surely be times that I'm like walking down the street and people are like, oh, wait a minute, that's that's her.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's different in sex way. Because in the kink community, let's say, because- Uh, like if you are in a sex party, swinger parties, BDSM events, all the, it's kind of a very known rule that you don't out people. Like if you're out at another party, like you're just meeting people in the club, you don't go up and be like, oh, you're the person from that BDSM event or some (laughs) shit, right? Like it's a very known idea that you're not like outing people in front of their friends because some people are sensitive about this. Obviously all of us don't give too much of a fuck about it, but there's people that have jobs that, might care or like family yeah, perceptions and things like that but it's a bit different i think when you're a sex worker and you know clients or people in your they, they don't understand that concept they don't you know you could be with your family and you don't want someone coming up and being like oh you're the girl from only uh, no, fans the, right? the best
1: is when like you might meet a client like um like i don't know in the lobby or like you open the door and they're like oh my god nice to meet you
0: and it's like, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Cause I'm, it's, especially if you're in the one city for a long time, I'm sure it happened a lot, right? Like you've probably ran into a lot of clients, I, I assume.
1: Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, so, th- so there's only been a couple times where it's like, yeah, someone that I've seen. Like, I've seen, I've seen, run into two clients at a stab. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah, good yeah. Out a stab. And then I ran into one client once just like um, at Top Juice, like in Mall. Oh, there <laughs> you go. But like, they were, I had seen them. Like, so they were like clients of mine. And yeah. then they are like, oh, hey. But like, they didn't say anything weird. They were just like, oh, hey, like, how are you? I was like, oh, yeah, like, good to see you, whatever. Yeah. And then like, that was, well, the, the ones that I ran into at a stab, they like bought me drinks. So I was like, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just take all the fucking drinks.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm actually here with my 10 friends.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) All right. So, Ali, I I do have questions then. Like, in terms of trans women that want to get into OnlyFans Mm -hmm. or want to get into escorting, what advice would you give them? Do you think there is a, like, from a business point of view, Do you think there is a market then for them? Uh, What advice would you give them? Is it right for them to be worried about the stigma that they might face or do you feel that it's not a problem at all? Like what what advice would you give someone that's thinking about getting into sex work as a trans person?
2: Um, If you want to get into sex work, don't do it because you think that it's going to be easy money. It's a lot of hard work Um, Mm. behind the scenes. It's not just, hey, let's... Let's fuck for a few hundred bucks. It's you going to be photo shoots. You gotta keep up your social media, your admin, pay your taxes. There's a lot involved with sex mm-hmm. work, and as fun and glamorous we might make it out to be, it's not an easy job. You've got to be really um, on the ball with it, and you are being with people the whole time. It's not just about the sex. You're kind of like a therapist for someone else. So. Sometimes you can go into a booking and it might take it out of you mentally and you come out of it crying, Um, not because anything bad happened, but you're just absorbing like all this energy from like all different people that it does take a toll on your body and your mind. Um, I wouldn't say sex work is all about sex. So you've got to be really strong-minded and you've got to make sure that this is a path for you. It's not just about making money.
1: I love that people people do usually think that it is just easy money but yeah people d- wouldn't see what happens behind the scenes and I'm sure Mark like you've probably even seen like me mm. like even me doing it like like you even say like you know how like, much I work and like crazy mm. and stuff yeah. like that so yeah you are totally right it is like so much stuff behind the scenes that people just think like oh yeah you just sleep with a few people and that's it it's like oh no <laughs> no, yeah. no 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 like you think it is that but yeah it's actually so much more work than I even thought that it would be as well Especially if you want to do it properly like I mean sure you can probably have sex with a few people for a few dollars but if you want to do it it properly and make like proper money from it yeah it's it's a lot of work
0: stuff yeah and it's really interesting you you mentioned about the therapist angle because that was the one thing that i was surprised about years and years ago when i started like dating girls or in sex work and often they told me that like yeah, i just go back from a booking, but we didn't have sex. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, they just wanted to chat. Yeah, that happens. And even obviously a lot of the bookings where you are having sex, there's a lot of chat that's going on. And I think there's, yeah, a lot of guys that are using um, this service as an emotional support or like someone to be able to vent to or someone to be able to chat to. And it's a very real phenomenon as anyone that provides that type of support, or we felt it in nursing, therapists are a good example of this where you take a lot of that emotion on like you you would leave some of these bookings and it's almost like a mini trauma of you you've just experienced what this person is going through you empathize with it. you take a part of that and yeah doing that over and over again and it builds up so you got to be careful about i guess your own you know mental health and your own uh, your own emotional support
1: actually i have a question just kind of like off shooting from <clears throat> from that so I think we we spoke like oh, on one of the earlier episodes where I was talking about how I had a lesbian go down on me and she did like a really really good job. Yeah. And now <laughs> I'm just curious, do you find it an advantage being a guy servicing guys? Because like you would you would know like what?
0: Yeah, what, that's you, a, you that's would, a good question. Yeah,
1: because like I don't know what it like what it feels like to have a dick. I don't know what I should be touching, but like you would you would know like exactly like what to do, right?
0: Yeah. Do you feel as a trans woman you? Are better at pleasing guys because you you can empathize a little bit better.
2: <laughs> um I feel like it's all about having skills. Um and if you know what you're doing, then there's not an issue. You can just say, um, I don't think because I'm trans, I might have an advantage. I just know what I'm doing. And I'm sure if you were a male or a female in the same position, it's all about your skills. Um, yeah, but I, yeah I know, I know I, I, not I, I, to some. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's well, I like I am know I just what
1: feel, to feel do. like maybe a guy might feel comfortable more like with another guy because so guys maybe. guys usually do tend to have more guy friends than like girlfriends so like I don't know, if, I don't know I'm probably Same. like just sounding so dumb saying this but I'm just <laughs> thinking I'm just thinking that I don't know maybe there might be some extra added layer of like comfortability if like mm. with it I don't know I don't know that was just a thought that I had
2: no hmm. I i wouldn't know <laughs> oh, okay.
0: um yeah. i know
2: i know i um i have male workers as friends and they see men they see straight men that when i divulge into being with a male um they you know they're living their life as straight men with wives and kids um but they wouldn't go see a trans woman or a woman they would like to see a man because that's their fantasy um mm-hmm. it's the same way that someone will come see me because I'm their fantasy. Yeah. Um, but I guess it just goes back on having like what you're good at and the skills that you're good at.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Because I think there's a lot of people that just make the assumption that women would be really good at going down another <laughs> That's girl. That's me. But I guarantee <laughs> you, I know uh, there's plenty of women that I've been with and we have like threesomes with or like group sex and women that are like, let's say a little bit curious or just straight will go down another girl, like it'll be, you know, part of the fun. And they're terrible. I'm telling oh, that's you. that's me. Uh, yeah.
1: Vaginas freak <laughs> me out. They are
0: just straight <laughs> up horrible. And I think the reason that lesbians are so good at oral for the most part is not because they've got a fucking pussy themselves. I think for the most part, it's because that's most of their sex life is like going down and, and performing oral. So they get really good at it. And- some men that do it all the time get really good at it. So I think there is some empathy there. I think there is some empathy of like girls, you know, can project what they usually like onto other girls and maybe that's right sometimes. But I, I agree with you. I think like if you build up the skills, then. Uh, then yeah. You know but it's also, if you're doing oh, so it for so your own
2: pleasure, you- it comes across as like, you know what
0: you're doing. Oh yeah.
2: You're not just exactly. doing it. Cause yeah. you have yeah. You're doing it because it turns you on. So like, that translate into you doing a better job mm. than most people.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. I, I love cock. so yeah. I, can say, I, can- I, mean, I was going <laughs> to
0: say, the best blowjobs I've ever received is when the girl has just looked like she's in heaven. Oh, like, when you, when there's so- a pretty
1: dick, you just want to put it in your mouth. Me, like, yeah. You yeah. See, that's the type of attitude
0: <laughs> I like, Ali. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it's gonna you going to be a nice need. dick. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh,
1: Yeah, no, vaginas, they freak me out. Like, I have no... <laughs> It me out. Oh God, I feel that's like you can funny. tell as well because like I do like go and girl stuff on OnlyFans and I feel like you can just tell like if you would look to look at my face really close and be like my face. your face is like
0: oh I'm <laughs> doing this for work guys oh what am I doing that's so funny yeah. well there you go there you
1: go yeah I'm in the right profession then all <laughs> so, right <that's> okay. well <laughs> Ali it's been great to talk
0: to you do you have any other questions uh or do you want to end it off on you like sucking pretty dicks? <laughs> Wrong name. <laughs> oh, we have to edit that out. <laughs> fuck. Cat. <laughs> i was wondering why you looked at me like then, that i was like what's going on this okay, okay we seven, episodes, seven episodes seven in, episodes no one ali. mistake
1: they got, got us just it right. with ali as well like yeah. they got us like not someone else weird i got to right every time i feel so
0: disappointed in myself <laughs> okay. right now cat
1: make sure we edit that out i'm gonna have to write that to uh, yeah. <laughs> not that that goes out my goodness i'll die
0: sorry about that cat um <laughs> uh, did you have any other questions no
1: no other okay
0: questions. All right, sorry about the name drop. All right, Ali, thank you so much for jumping on with us. It's been it's been really interesting chatting to you. Sorry for any of my naive questions, but I feel like I've found out so much more. It's so interesting to to hear about you and your life and your journey with uh, OnlyFans and escorting and sector in, industry in in general. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll see you out some night in Sydney. We'll need to we'll need to hang out.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, guys.
0: No, I appreciate Thanks. it. Cheers.
2: See ya.